Welcome to Gain That Tune. is going on everybody it's game that tune and we are finally once again back in the house it's your boy john harrington here and we've got john regan with say hey hey we've got jesse moore say hey hey and we've got the game that tune august absurdity champion david fleming say hey hey hell yeah guys welcome back to game that tune it's been a couple of weeks and i'm sorry for that but Man, oh man, it's good to be back. Back in the swing of things, man. It's uh, it's going to be a great show, man. What we're doing is listening to video game tunes tonight, much like we've done for the past 311 episodes. We're listening to tunes from games. We're trying to guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're goofing off. We're having a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night plays a bonus tune, picks the theme for the next episode. A winner weeks ago, seems like years ago, was John Regan. And Johnny, it's time to give everybody a refresher on the rules of Game That Tune. So what is the theme for tonight's episode? Oh, let me see. Let me open up our bylaws here. Right. Okay, yeah. So uh, page 69, section 42.0 states <laughs> that the uh, on every 26th episode of Game That Tune, we do a redo episode where we revisit games that we've used on the show before. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's time, guys. It's time for the, what is this, the 12th redo episode of Game That Tune? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Um, we don't, uh, we don't, we try our best not to accidentally reuse games, and we definitely never intentionally reuse games. So, it's, uh, it's time to bring some classics back to the show. And, uh, enjoy some tunes from some games that we've uh, previously loved on the show. It's gonna be a good one. I'm uh I'm pumped. It's uh it's just uh, I I hate talking like it's been two weeks off because I try to make the podcast all seamless, but I'm just happy to be back, guys. I'm excited. It's good to see y'all. Yeah. Exactly. So it's good to be here. It's good to listen to video game tunes. Uh, we got five fantastic games. I even threw a fan request in, which we don't normally do for uh, uh the redo episodes because you know I don't know I don't feel like fucking you know catering to the fans in such a way. But I I said fuck it, we're coming back. From a you know short break, we're doing a fan request. We've got five fantastic games. We just got to jump into these tunes. And uh, Johnny, let's see what we got, man. Game one.
All right. So uh, the Regal version of this game was recently released on the Switch and Game Pass.
All right, let's let's get this hat trick going. Let's do. It's gonna be like an all-out attack. Oh, come on, Johnny! Seriously, I'm disappointed. All right, so the people that are trying have wrote uh, Persona Five, and Johnny drew a dick. Looks like he's peeing on another dick. Um. Or what, what is he doing to the other dick? Uh, he's peeing on the other dick, and the dick has titties. Oh, those are titties. Okay, th for some reason I thought the dick had giant eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, this is Persona 5. And, uh, yeah, it's on, uh, you can play it on Switch now, which is, it's perfect for Switch. It's also on Game Pass. Um, the Royal, the Persona 5 Royal is actually the, um, which the, you guys got the whole Regal Royal thing. I see. It's very good. Um, but yeah, this game is freaking awesome. It's a real good RPG. Um, music is fucking great. Um, it's Pokemon, but demons, it's, it's great. I'm intrigued. But yeah, because you got to catch all the demons, and um, when you put like two demons together, you can make other demons. And the way you do that is your demons are put into like guillotines, and <laughs> it's really strange. So um, it's you don't go to like a demon breeder. No, you go to this guy with a long nose named Igor, and um, he's like, uh, "Hey, uh, give me your demons," and. Uh, will turn them into other demons and like they so, uh, all have like um uh the tarot you... signs uh, uh to the um associated with them which you um can level up by having like um hangouts with friends and stuff <laughs> so when you when you say you guillotine demons like are you saying that you'd like take the top half of one demon and the bottom half of another demon and put them together so what happens is like okay um, let's let's pretend you've got the um, you know, little snow guy from the Virtual Boy game, uh, Jack Frost. Uh, yeah, Jack oh, Frost. So you of got course. Jack Frost, and you got like a succubus, and uh, these two like girls in cop uniforms throw blankets over those two things, and then they're put into a uh, two guillotines, and then these blades come down. And then the heads drop into buckets. And then um, there's like a big flashing light. And then some other weird looking demon, like a, um, uh, a half of a horse torso shows up. <laughs> and you're like, okay, I guess that's the new demon. Um, Interesting. And there's a lot of like... So this is the first one where I actually started reading like the backgrounds of the demons. Because... You know, like, if you read the backgrounds of the Pokemon, there's some really fucked up Pokemon. Like, you know, the ones that try to steal children and whatnot. Well, that's doubly so in Persona. Because, like, there's this one, um, it's called Incubus. And it's like a little demon guy with, like, uh, he's wearing a codpiece that looks like a giant blade coming out from be between his legs. And, like, his is, like, he likes to um, have sex with women. Um, without them knowing and mm. uh, then they give birth to witches and warlocks very specifically which is very strange that they'd be witches and warlocks the persona games are weird um, but like 
you know you're like this high school kid and weird stuff starts going down and um you find out that the volleyball coach who's like an olympic gold medalist is like abusing the kids there and one of the girls like tries to like commit suicide and stuff and so you have to go into this like weird spirit world thing that's like been created by the the teacher like it's like he his like psyche he thinks the school is his castle so you like you go into this castle and there's all these like statues of like girls butts and stuff everywhere and and like there's like paintings of like him like looking all like jacked and like women all over him and stuff and uh, so basically you got to go in there and and take away his like um like the thing that's making him evil or whatever and then after that he confesses and so they like haul him off it's pretty cool and so like you're going into these things stealing people's hearts and it's it's pretty cool i just uh, love the contrast of like yeah there's an incubus who has this giant like blade cod piece and likes to have sex with women without them knowing anyway you play as this high school kid like whoa wait what (laughs) i think you can date this uh um goth lady that's a doctor like she's obviously like a few years older than you um so that's an interesting thing you can do in this game there's a bunch of crazy stuff you can do in the game um that's real fun it's a good rpg um weird it's very japanese um as far as like oh yeah oh japan (laughs) now my one question anytime an rpg gets brought up is it turn-based or is it like active base it's turn-based interesting i might pick this up then yeah it's it's turn-based um it's it's focused around trying to figure out the weaknesses of the the enemies you're fighting because when you weaken them you like can get a second attack um or you can pass your attack your second attack to another party member and so if you can weaken every person in the team uh, or on the the enemy side, side, then you then get an all-out attack, which does like um, like way more damage. Or if you don't want to do that, you can try to talk to the demon and try to recruit it to uh, join you, and that's how you capture the new demons. And the the demons have like different abilities and strengths and toughness and stuff. And um, so like your main character can use multiple demons while the other uh, characters in your party are restricted to one. So, like, you're, like, the cool person who can do all the fancy stuff while the other three are, um... And I, I'm pretty sure you get more than um, three other characters. I'm I'm only uh, past the first uh, castle. Uh, yeah, because isn't, isn't this, like, a hundred-hour game or something? Maybe. Yes. Hmm. <laughs> it's an RPG. You want oh, well, yeah. It's not about how many hours it is, David. It's about the journey. Yeah. Isn't the journey defined by how many hours are in it? Or wait. No, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm dumb. No, Um, journey is defined by don't stop believing. Talk about good music here, David. What what are you what are you doing here? Yeah. I mean if we're gonna talk about good music, let's talk about the Persona 5 soundtrack. That's done. Yes. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, this is definitely a top tier soundtrack over on Game of Tune Radio, which you can listen to at gtt.rocks. And uh yeah. It's uh this is one I, I 
I haven't checked, John, what the most requested games are in a while, but this is up there, I feel like. Oh, yeah, hold on. I can tell you that in a couple of seconds. Yeah. yeah. Talk about what you love about it, Johnny. Um, oh, here. <laughs> um, I mostly love the music and how funky it is. Um, and that's about it. All I know is the music. I've never played any of these games. One of the team members is a cat. And Ooh. the cat is pretty funny. I like the cat. Does the cat uh, like Persona you? 5 is our fifth most requested game of all time. Oh my god. <laughs> so. What's our most requested game? Super Smash Brothers Ultimate. Okay, wow. that makes sense. That tracks. Followed by Undertale, Super Smash Brothers Brawl, Final Fantasy VIII, and Persona 5 rounding out the top five. Final Fantasy VIII, wow. Yeah, it's got its fans. Good tunes. Yeah, one of our uh, regular listeners requested every single day. Nice. So, you know, that's how it goes, man. Uh, Game That Tune Radio, tons of fun, tons of great tunes going on over there. Including the Persona 5 soundtrack, which is fucking fantastic. Uh, I'm really disappointed that I didn't get like into the actual game itself. You know, I was saying, like, Jesse, you got past the first castle. Congrats! I didn't. You know, I was not feeling the... I, I wanted, I was feeling the game. I wanted to be good at it. But, you know, I got a... I don't know. I don't know if I missed a mechanic or if I was just uh, trying to, like, follow a guide too strictly or something. Like, I was worried about, like, not having enough time to complete things and worrying about that in-game calendar, thinking I was fucking up somehow. <laughs> and I just got fucking bodied at some point in that first castle, and I fucking, you know, it's like, it's been so long since I got a true game over and lost a bunch of progress in an RPG, I forgot how much I hate this. Yeah. <laughs> like, Persona games also are notorious for, um, I, I feel like Persona 5 is better about it, though, but I remember in Persona 3 and 4, there'd be so many times you just get insta-killed. Because, like, if your main character died, the whole team died. And you'd have the wrong persona equipped, and dude would do an instant death move, mm. and you just, it fucking sucked. You're like, I didn't save for, like, hours. I'm mad. Okay, I was sold on this game, and now I'm not sold on well, it anymore. Okay, so I haven't noticed, I haven't had that problem yet with 5, with the instant death. You're better at RPGs than I am. I, I seriously feel like I missed something, or maybe I missed a save point. Uh, but it was it was frustrating for me, and I wanted to like it because it's so cool. But alas, I'll have to return to it another time. Or they could just add auto save and fucking you know spare guys like me. That's that's all I'm saying. Yeah, not having auto save is one of those things that like I understand there are certain mechanics and traditions and whatnot, but every game should have auto save. Like, yeah. There's I, there's I, no reason for it. Like. From what I've noticed in uh, five, there are a lot of places to save in like the castles. So like, um, I haven't had a problem with it so far. So I think five they made it a little more accessible. And yet I still lost. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what your problem was. I, I again, I'm confident it's a personal problem with me. Uh, just you know, I'll have to go back and try the game again because uh, I like it. It's cool. It's got a great vibe. I like being a teenager in fucking Tokyo and, you know, fucking with demons. Uh, Come to think of it, they made a Persona 5, like, Dynasty Warriors game, and I haven't even played that. 
You should just skip it to Royal. I heard Strikers is good, but you should play Royal. I think, yeah. well, I think the reason I didn't go into Strikers is because somebody said, like, it's an epilogue story, so it will make no sense if you haven't played Persona 5. Well, I, I didn't know. I, I thought Strikers wouldn't make any sense because I didn't think that the Persona games had any, uh, you know, real elements of soccer. And to put these characters from this no, game no, into no, that no, setting, it, uh, I don't know, it doesn't, uh, didn't play right to me, but... Oh shit, that's a bit. I actually did think it was a soccer game. No. It's no. not a soccer game. I literally just said a oh, Dynasty Warriors game. Did you well, think Dynasty Warriors was soccer? They no. should have called it Persona 5 Warriors. The, yeah. You know, instead of Persona 5 Strikers, the, you know, international uh, word for fucking soccer game. Jeez. What? Uh, just confusing poor guys like me. But no, um, I, uh, God, I, I, yeah, I want to get more into Persona 5 stuff. You think they're going to make a Persona 6? Is that coming soon? Not soon, but I wouldn't be surprised if they did it. Yeah, about time. What yeah. do you think is going to come out first, Persona 6 or Grand Theft Auto 6? Grand- oh, man, I don't know. They haven't announced Persona 6. Because we've, so. we've seen Grand Theft Auto 6 stuff. That's right. So I leaked seen, it. We've seen nothing of Persona 6. Mm. Yeah. And yeah, nobody's ever said Persona 6. The, you know, this is us for the first time saying yeah. Persona 6. Yeah, we're you heard it here first, guys. Grand Theft Auto 6 might come out before <laughs> Persona 6. Now, what if Persona 6 were a open world uh, you know, action game taking place in like Tokyo where but it's a, it's like a Grand Theft Auto thing. Like you're driving around Tokyo, you're possessing de- uh, you know, finding demons and things stealing their cars. Uh, well, well I was going to say, instead of stealing their cars, you possess demons, right? That's the stealing car equivalent in a Persona Grand Theft Auto style game. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah, you steal w- somebody else's Persona. I would play the <laughs> shit out of an open world Grand Theft Auto Persona game if your main vehicle is the Morgana Cat Bus. Ooh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Not the Dick Chariot? See, I, I did not know there was a Dick Chariot in the game. I resent that. Have you <laughs> ever seen yeah, Persona game is notorious for the dick chariot. I think David's revealing the extent of uh, his <laughs> lack of Persona knowledge today. <laughs> if, if one of our our fine fishy friends can post a dick chariot in the Discord for David, that would be lovely. Mm. I, I just image searched it. Oh, okay. It yeah. it's both beautiful and terrifying because yeah. <laughs> it's it's sort of a Lovecraftian dick chariot yeah with like a monster's car theme yeah Ooh, okay so it's like a it's like a dick Talk dragula <laughs> like if you could combine the monster's car like the drag racer a giant dick and cthulhu that's what this thing looks like sweet awesome okay. yeah I'm, I'm sold i'm back in I'm, I'm maybe i need to get the game on switch as opposed to ps4 i need to get back into playing it so yeah, maybe I need a refresh. Is you know, Jesse, can you tell me in ten seconds or less? Is there any like su- like significant update with the royal versus the original? Like, is there what's the appeal there? Uh, they've added a character. Um, there's uh, more little more story bits in there, okay. and I think they streamlined a few things in the battle to make it easier. Okay, cool. Then maybe I will pick that up. Yeah, that's, you should get royal. That's better than Persona Five Vanilla that I. 
yeah. failed it several years ago. I mean, look, you're a king. You deserve royal things, right? So... Do kings deserve royal things? Yes. Did they truly earn it? They're the um, king, John. Speaking as the current absurd king, absolutely <laughs> they deserve royal things. <laughs> so anyway, to that end, uh, David, you can say whether or not we're moving on right now, since you're the king. Uh, yes, we're moving on. Yeah. Everybody in the dick chariot, let's roll. Game two.
right. So um, the main theme of the song or the main song um, is sung by a fictional diva from the game's world named Nigel. This mysterious character has never been revealed. The actress who recorded it has not been given. Um, and someone using that name performed the song live while wearing a large hat masking their appearance. So we still have no idea who this character is. Does anyone need any extra trivia, or have they pretty much got it? Oh, have I ever? Yeah, no, I, I feel like I nailed it. My fingers on the two right sound. Damn it, Johnny! <laughs> if you purposefully, okay. <laughs> so, um, John Regan has the correct answer of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. John Harrington has a close enough answer of Kirby and I forgot to finish this game. And Jesse says Shenmue 2. Sadly incorrect. Oh. 
this is indeed Kirby and the Forgotten Land. I still need to get this. Mm-hmm. You do. Ah. It's great. <laughs> See, I I feel bad hearing you say that because the whole reason I wanted to bring this game on the show is I I think when we first put this game on, it was like the week of release. Like it was still super, super new. So I didn't want to talk too much about it to spoil anything, but I kind of felt like at this point enough time had passed that like we could openly talk about things. I mean, I you still can. I'm not going to yuck you out. Yeah. yeah, I know, but I don't want to spoil it for you because this game's I'll... so good. Yeah, I'll take the headset off. <laughs> I'm leaving. See ya. <laughs> God, remember that part where, like, Kirby just murdered an entire school? Like, that shit was insane. Um, no, that's a joke. This game is so good, and I love this game so much, and... One of the things that I like about this game is the enemies, the, like, beast people. Like, I forget the exact name for it, because you're basically just fighting a bunch of strange animals. So, like, the first boss is this huge gorilla. There's a cat girl in a circus for some reason and, like, an insane armadillo. But they also use that kind of theme to carry on to the normal Kirby enemies. So, like, I, I think his name's Mr. Frosty. Whoever the ice mini boss is, like... The big walrus guy, he has these giant tusks and like his coveralls are all furry and stuff. And then when you fight King DDD, um, he has like extra fur on his robe. He has like a big honking hammer and everything. And you fight him twice. And the first time it's just kind of like a normal DDD boss. The second time he comes back in his masked form. And after you beat him, you break the mask and he just fucking roars and drops to all four and starts chasing after you like a wild animal. It's fucking insane and awesome. I I just really, really love this game. Um, I think I said the, the first time we brought it up, like, this this became a top three Kirby game for me. Like, it's so good. <laughs> I said my piece, Jesse. Um, you're welcome to join the conversation. Um, this is a really good game. Yeah, I definitely want to play it. I love Kirby. I'm... I might, like, mail you my copy of it just so you can play it, because I would like you to experience this game. So my understanding is this is, like, this game takes place in a pretty, like, desolate, like, abandoned, if you will, forgotten world. Is that is that correct? Uh, yes, it's basically, like, post-apocalyptic Kirby. Um, like, Kirby accidentally gets sucked into a different dimension, different world. Um so, like, the, the first world is the standard Kirby, like, grass plains and everything, but, like, you're exploring a mall that's been overgrown and whatnot. Um, my favorite world, there's a world that's in, like, an abandoned amusement park. Um, so there's all kinds of, like, neon lights that are going on. There's a level that's in, like, a haunted house. Um, the boss fight is in, like, a giant circus tent. Um, it's just, it's a really, really cool game. And they... They only added two new powers. There's a drill power and there's a gun. Um, but both of them are really fun. And you can upgrade the abilities that you get in this game. And one thing that I really appreciate is as you upgrade the abilities, there's like different 
abilities to them. So, like, you have a gun that's just a gun. And then you can go to stage two where you get two guns that shoot super fast. And then you get, like, a space laser gun with a charge shot. But if you really prefer, like, the super fast gun, you can upgrade the power. So it's it's not like once you upgrade to something different, you're stuck with that. Um, and I appreciate that because I really hate games where you get, like specialized abilities or gears that also have cosmetics and if you like the way something looks but it's not the way that it plays that you like you're just fucked and this game doesn't do that that's nice yeah I like how I feel like most Kirby games like they eventually become this weird like nightmare near the end but I like how this it sounds like this one starts as a nightmare like from the get go like Oh, you said the first world's a grassland or whatever, but then it's like this weird, desolate, unsettling, you know, kind of setting for the rest of the game. Yeah, definitely, like... Would it, you say it starts, like, Twilight Zone and ends Lovecraftian? I think that's the best way to put it. Yes, I do. Because um, it, it starts off... It's still... I mean, it's a Kirby game, so it's still super cute until, like, the final boss... Um, but there is kind of that weird, like, oh, it's like I'm in a parking garage. Wait, I'm in a parking garage? Like, <laughs> huh? Like, yeah. Everyone? There wasn't a parking garage at Kirby's Adventure last I checked. Yeah, it, it has, it definitely has kind of like a surreal quality to it. Interesting, interesting, interesting. Or at least a surreal undercurrent throughout the whole game, and then, you know obviously you get to that final boss and it's just like what the fuck is happening <laughs> I, I love that about Kirby games like I don't really recognize it as a kid how the final boss is always way more fucked up than the rest of the game is but uh, that's I, I, I'm glad that they do that and they keep that theme going of uh, it's it's overall generally you know a little cutesy a little fun lighthearted, you know and then suddenly yeah. at the end it all ramps up to 100 I, I definitely um, I'm gonna keep it vague because um, I want Jesse to enjoy it but you get to the final boss and it's just like oh okay this is kind of what I expected and then there's another part it's like oh this is where it goes Kirby okay cool nice 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 nice, nice. and it's got it's got such a happy-go-lucky soundtrack but it still has some like weird intense like beast songs like that fucking ddd theme is so good no that roar yeah, ddd no, that, that shit's superb yeah that whole shout he does sounds like something out of uh fucking um oh god what's the what's uh skyrim <laughs> you know like when you're shouting at the dragons or whatever like <laughs> yes it's exactly like skyrim <laughs> finally kirby meets skyrim in some way God, can you imagine uh, playing Skyrim and when the dragon first lands, it's Kirby? Oh my god. I'm that's sure that mod That's exists. not a mod? Yeah. <laughs> I literally just saw a video where they modded Skyrim to where all the dragons were just the shape of the state of Ohio. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> Kirby's not out of question. <laughs> yeah. 
Okay, I never thought anything would beat the Skyrim mod of the Macho Man Randy Savage Dragon, but Ohio Dragons. It's that might be close. <laughs> yeah, no, you gotta look it up. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> uh, I'm not even from Ohio, but I, I still appreciate it. it you know, if it, if it was a Florida Dragon mod, I'd be fucking like, oh yeah, uh, another not... copy of Skyrim, please. Yeah, that well, tracks. I'm playing that. Just add it to the stack. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, Kirby in the Forgotten Land. It's it's a great game. Nice. Well, David, anything else to say on, uh, on Kirby? Um, I think the only thing I have to say is, John, please finish this game. Yeah, I really need to. It's, uh, it's probably still my game of the year, just based on how few games I've played from this year. But I... Uh, yeah, I got to put some time into it. I got to finish it because I was loving it. And then it's... something happened and I stopped. Yeah. Something yeah. else probably came out. You, you'd think that, wouldn't you? But no, I, you know, I haven't been playing new games at all. I've just fucking set it down. And, you know, yeah. playing real stuff like softball, <laughs> making social me. connections with real people. I'm trying. Oh, look at me. For some reason, I just sat down my copy of Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It's like, man, I've really got to go back and play Mega Man X2. Right. That hot new title. Mm-hmm. I was, you know, I was just feeling too happy with Kirby, so I played that blasphemous game for a while. And uh, you know, that brought me right back in line. So, yeah, I got to get my mood back with Kirby. Yeah. Game three.
All right, guys. So this game is the first game in this series to be released on a Nintendo system. Who's feeling great? Oh, I feel I'm f amazing. I'm feeling pretty good. Not about this though. <laughs> All right. So Johnny says must. That's not correct. Uh, <laughs> Jesse says MLB the Show 21. Good guess because that was released on Nintendo system. David, however, has the correct answer. This is Bayonetta 2. Oh, wow. God, I, I wish that music was in an MLB game. I mean, God. yeah. I, I did a home run to that. That's I good realize, walkout music, man. I realize Damn. how bad my handwriting is. I That says missed. Yeah, I know. I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> um, no, it's not missed. But, man, I wish that music was playing when you play missed. <laughs> oh, God. Got to get off this island, but it's so sexy and intense here um 
Yeah. So uh, Bayonetta 2, this is our fan request for the evening. I want to thank our requester, uh, Kerrigan. Thank you so much, Kerrigan, for the request. Um, just an all-around fantastic request. And, you know, Bayonetta 2, fantastic game. Bayonetta hasn't really come up since. You know, there was no news in the lead-up to the new Bayonetta 3 game, and everything is great with this series. <laughs> um, I, I was going to say, like, you know, is is Bayonetta three okay now? Like, can can we buy it now? Uh, you know, because I, hmm. I mean, there was the controversy with Helen the Taylor, but then like somebody did a background check on Helen the Taylor. So like, do do we care what she has to say? I think ultimately, what's coming out of that is that voice actors should be paid a lot more. Yeah, sure. Yes, but also voice actors should not be like anti-abortion charity. Oh, I didn't know that was part of it. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, cool. she was like lying about her side, and like Platinum came out and was like, "No, that's not true. This is actually kind of what happened." And then like she was dealing with charities that were like super strict, conservative, anti-abortion kind of stuff. So I was like, so. Are, are we good to buy the game or no? Yeah, yeah I don't know. Buy, um, buy more in, copies if you in can. In fairness to fucking the voice actress, she listed a series of charities that she's given to in the past and said donate to these, and one of them happened to be a like insane anti-abortion charity. It's like, whoa, hey, what what the fuck is that doing on the list? <laughs> like, yeah. These other charities were okay. What is that? Here? Yeah, so who fucking knows? Sorry to see the series mired in weird controversy. Um, but uh, yeah, man, what a series! What a fun, uh, what a fun character this Bayonetta. Yeah, she's uh, man, she's got a, got some appeal. Um, yeah, it's one of those things where it was just like I, I just need somebody tell to tell me it's okay to buy this game because I really want to buy this game, right. or at least Bayonetta three. I have Bayonetta two, and Bayonetta two is fucking great. Right, exactly. So you're keen on that Bayonetta three? I am. Especially yeah. because, like, it's... I, mm, mm. So, I'm the kind of nerd who gets into the lore and shit like that. So, in the first game, Bayonetta is protecting this little girl named Cereza, who turns out to be a younger version of herself. And in Bayonetta 3, Bayonetta's haircut is the same as Cereza. So, people are like, wait, is this Cereza grown up now? Or is this still Bayonetta? Like, there's just intrigue about the story and everything. And I just... I, I want to play it, and also because it's a badass fucking action game. Yeah, that too. There's there's many good reasons to play the game. Um, yeah, I would say uh, voice acting doesn't really factor into my opinion of this game. So you know, maybe uh, maybe David, if you if you're feeling it, buy it. That's uh, kind of my thoughts on the matter. If you can sleep with that, if you can, you know, if I can, you know, sleep with yourself, uh, sleep at night. Oh, I could definitely sleep with Bayonetta. Yeah, I, I fumbled over my words several times there. Yeah, just uh, man, yeah. Uh, Damn it, Johnny! I, I, can I get a Mario Two sound for that? Or? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm sleeping at the soundboard. Exactly. Jeez. Uh, I, I think I could live with myself playing Bayonetta 3. Uh, but of course, I would first have to play the first two Bayonetta games. 
Um, you know, still never played this. Took the request because I wanted a request, and it was the best soundtrack that was requested. Actually, in fairness, it was the first soundtrack. It was the first request that I got that came in under the uh, you know the timeline that I set, and it just happened to be a fantastic soundtrack. So, um, great fucking you know, great soundtrack, great game. Love the intensity of the music. Uh, love how platinum the game is. Um, yeah, I really, uh, you know, just again, it's like, I, you know, I kind of, I'm done feeling bad about having not played things, but you know, with that said, I feel like I really want to make a point going forward to actually like play the things. I really need to like write like the Captain America list and just be like, yeah, gotta catch up on that, gotta do that, and just start crossing things off and like actually playing them, even if I don't fucking you know finish it. It's like, yeah, okay, I'm not busting up my Wii U for Bayonetta two. But it's on Switch. I should fucking play it. Yeah. Uh, what's the What's the worst that could happen? I'm out sixty bucks and I see some hot shit and I don't enjoy the game. Sounds fine to me. Huh? Yeah. Been there. Just go through that list. Bayonetta series. You know, Final Fantasy Nine, The Berlin Wall, mm-hmm. Disco. Yeah. Marvin Gaye Trouble Man soundtrack. The fuck? Who put this on the list? <laughs> um. But yeah, uh, David, you got any uh, fond memories specific to Bayonetta 2? Um, I do. Um, I really liked there were, um, because this game introduced, there were like challenge rooms that you could go into. Like you'd be playing through a level and there'd be some magic gates and whatnot. And you could go there. And if you like completed the mission, you got like bonus stuff and everything. And usually the mission ended with you performing like a special move on some demon boss creature and like all of the special moves were the phrase erotic horror exists and I think it appeals to that because like you would very sexily put this demon into like a torture device okay and like yeah it's, it's one of those like you are a woman shooting bullets into a monster, but also uh, I kind of think this is hot. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. yeah I mean, that, yeah. Also, it's... I, I'm trying to remember cause the Bayonetta one and Bayonetta two kind of blend together, but I believe there was like a, in Bayonetta two specifically, there was, like an aerial like flying shooter segment type thing and if you wore the Star Fox costume because there were Nintendo costumes like you became an R-Wing and it was like a very classic SNES R-Wing flying through the game oh yeah yeah. and I appreciate that touch yeah you know I'm, I'm thinking on these like these brutal you know horror finishers done by Bayonetta and I think really David it's just a question of like which thing comes out ahead like if a hot character does something badass and disgusting it depends on like how hot the character is how badass the thing is and how disgusting it is like which which of these things is it the most and it's, yeah i'm it, he got me curious on the game like i kind of i kind of want to check it out i got it like you know if a hot chick does something really gross and cool what wins out? Am I disgusted by it, or is it hot? 
or is she just badass? It's you know, I don't know. It's uh, the age old question. It could we be all it, three. It really is. Yeah. It, it could be three things. Mm hmm. <laughs> I'm just saying it could be. A, it could, but yeah, it has to. One of them has to come out on top. It, you know, like I want to know. I, I kind of mm -hmm. want to see what my reaction is going to be. I want to see like, oh, well, that was Jesus Christ. That was gross. Or like, oh, right, yeah, that was fucking rad. Or like. Well, I'm taking my pants down. That was fucking hot. I'll tell you what comes out on top. Semen. Oh, <laughs> oh okay. Come <laughs> joke. Gotcha. You know, during our bayonet discussion, Johnny, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. Make sure you uh, chart your little scores if you're playing at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. First come joke of the night. Johnny did it. First come, first serve. I'm surprised it took us this long, to be honest. You think Bayonetta gets mad if you come in her hair? <laughs> uh, most people do. Call our voicemail and let us know. Yeah, hit, hit up the fucking game that tune voicemail and tell us what you think happens if you come in Bayonetta's hair. <laughs> See, I... <laughs> okay, uh, again, I'm the type of nerd who likes Lauren and stuff. Bayonetta... Her suit is technically her hair, and she uses her hair as a conduit to form portals to summon demons. Yeah. So really, if you come on her hair, you're kind of coming on a demon. So I feel like the question is less like, would your girlfriend be mad if you came on her hair, or would she be more mad if you came on her dog? Okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, well... Call, uh, call the voicemail and let us know which you would be more upset about. If someone came in your hair or if someone came on your dog. If someone came on your dog, would you find it hot, gross, <laughs> or badass? <laughs> call now. <laughs> uh, that's, that was badass. <laughs> oh, God, you just lost a big old load on my dog. Yeah. High five. Woo. Uh, I'll drink a beer to that. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Um, Beta is great. Um, <laughs> uh, love that. Tunes. Love that character. That took a turn. Love that dog. Yeah, love that. Love that dog. Uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah. Great request. Thank you, Kara. Goodbye. <laughs>
So this game features many items that can be uncovered by pulling on orange handles. The producer of the game, Kensuke Tanabe, said that this plucking ability was inspired by Super Mario Bros. 2, a game which he directed. I know that I do not need to ask how everybody's feeling because everybody's feeling great. They're feeling that post-coital bliss because yeah, that soundtrack just fucked. Mm. Oh yeah, Johnny brought back a classic, baby. Bill Clinton's no bullshit hot tub. <laughs> Sadly incorrect. Uh, Jesse <laughs> says, "Come dog millionaire." Uh, God, what a game. Uh, we could make it guys <laughs> and david has the correct answer of course this is dk country tropical freeze as written by david donkey kong country tropical freeze i'm sorry i chose an abbreviation yeah of all the things to abbreviate on there david dk donkey kong i'm sorry should i have gone with donkey kong country tf yes <laughs> the fuck um because, yes, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Mm, the fuck, man? This game, it's great. The soundtrack, superb. Um, 
I really just brought back. I don't have any fresh Donkey Kong takes or anything. I just really wanted to play good tunes on the show tonight. And uh, man, there's just so many fucking bops in this soundtrack. It's just littered with them. I mean, what are they doing? Just leaving bops like this, just <laughs> all over the game. Oops, all bops. I'm saying. <laughs> Excuse there's... me, Mr. Wise, you dropped all these bops. Yeah, I, I know I did. Uh, <laughs> I I confess it's been a hot second since i've played this game but i still feel confident saying there's not a single level song that's not incredible right it's um yeah just great front to back it's truly so good um just uh, just a delightful delightful soundtrack and not all just like nostalgia base it's not like they constantly remade the uh, the old songs in like new styles. They did plenty of that, but there's also plenty of new compositions, and they're fucking delightful. It's a great game with a superb soundtrack. I. It's not a hot take. It's a game that tuned declaration. Fucking Johnny, put the stamp on it. Oh, a little bit of the bitch. That's right. I will go so far as to make a royal decree. This soundtrack fucks. Yes, thank you. Uh, we're declaring it uh, November 2nd. It's uh, International Donkey Kong fucking day. Uh, whoa, whoa, uh, that's a very different holiday. Yeah, hold on, wait. <laughs> I might need to work on that phrasing. Not November, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're breaking no nut November two days <laughs> in. This is the Tropical Freeze soundtrack. Oh, I mean, so fast. You were talking about how, like, not every good song is just a remix of a, a classic song and everything. This game gave us Windmill Hills, which is, I would say, one of the best Donkey Kong Country songs ever. It is. It's fantastic. That and uh, Grassland Groove. Yeah. <sighs> oh, God. What's the... um? I, uh, I can't think of the title of it, but it's the, like, Beach War something song where, or, yes yeah. oh god it's so good mm -hmm. yeah no it's uh it's all great yeah those are the ones that i can name by name but like you know we could go on the radio tomorrow and just fucking run this game and everyone would have a great like three hours it's uh just that fantastic um and yeah i'm you know i'm sitting here wondering when uh when do we get another of these? Like, I, I know they had to port Tropical Freeze forward to the Switch like they did with all important Wii U games. Um, but uh, when's uh, when are they completing the Donkey Kong Country Returns, uh, you know, like the new trilogy? You know, they did Returns on the Wii. They did Tropical Freeze. When are we getting, uh, when are we getting the next one? When are they bringing back the uh, big dumb baby? Ooh, um, Kitty Kong. Yeah, big dumb baby con. Um, just saying, it's yeah. about time, guys. What Fucking... do you think is going to happen first? Uh, Grand Theft Auto 6, Persona 6, or they complete the Donkey Kong Country Returns trilogy? Right. It's tough, man, because, again, I don't think officially any of those things have been announced. Grand Theft Auto 6 got leaked, and then the other two things, we're literally announcing them for the first time here tonight. So, <laughs> yeah, tough call, Johnny. Um, but yeah, I, mean, I that, think that's what GTT is about. Bold predictions. We're breaking news constantly. I think it's fair to give a little peek behind the curtain uh, about some insider information that we have 
access to. You know, Grand Theft Auto 6 will come out before Persona 6, and also it will come out before Donkey Kong Country Returns 6. Right. (laughs) And before Metroid Prime 4. Well, yeah, yeah, that game ain't happening. Too soon. Too soon. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, yeah, I would love to see a return to uh, some more fucking Donkey Kong shit, man. They got all those sideline Kongs from the Nintendo 64 version just waiting to get back in, man. You know, we've never done any side-scrolling platforming as Chunky Kong or Lanky Kong or um, Tiny Kong. It's, uh, you know, man, it's time. Time to bring them all back. And then the question really is also, is it time to bring back the Kremlings? Yes. Yeah, my answer would be yes. Like, uh... Like, don't get me wrong. I actually really like the Snowmads in this game. Um, This game had some really fun boss fights. Um, But, like, I like the idea of just Viking Arctic animals. But, yeah, let's get some fucking Kremlings. Yeah. Like, you know, how'd you feel about the Tiki's? You know, I didn't think they were that bad, but I didn't love them either. Right. Um, yeah, no, they, they were uh, kind of good, just, you know, cannon fodder enemy. They're, they were not, uh, you know, great personalities. But yeah, I, I, you know, I like the Tiki's. I think the Snowmads, yeah, like you said, are pretty cool. You know, the question is, you know, yeah, do we bring back the Kremlings? And I think the answer is absolutely. Like, you know, King K. Rule. He came back with a vengeance in Smash Ultimate, baby. People fucking love to hate that man again. And it's time he came back. Fucking, you know. I saw a guy out for Halloween dressed as King K. Rule. No shit. Get out. That's fucking awesome. Time to bring it back, baby. You know, it was like a, it was a converted costume. He had a, he had uh, like a Yoshi pajama costume that he just like took the head off of and put a crown on. I'm like, King K. Rule. He's like, hey, you're right. Uh, it was good. Great shit. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, it's time, man. It's time to bring back those gremlins. Yeah. Not just the king, all the little minions, the little clap traps, the big fucking, uh, the steroid guys, the fat dudes, you know, bring them all back. I, uh, I think it'd be, I, th- I think that'd be a great close to the trilogy. Like, you know, Donkey Kong and the family have defended the island against the drums, and they defended it against the fucking Norsemen. And then who shows back up? These fucking these uh these reptiles, man. Goddamn reptiles. Yeah. And then it could be like a Kirby thing where there's some misunderstanding. King K. Rool is actually like trying to return the banana horde to Donkey Kong, and then like the ultimate evil appears and like tears a hole in the fabric of reality and. You know, Donkey Kong has to, you know, punch a singularity or something. Uh, Yeah, God, that'd be dope. It'd be so dope, right? Donkey Kong Kong. versus Eldritch God. Yeah. His fur turns gold. Fucking, you know, Donkey Kong Country returns no way home. (laughs) (laughs) But, yep, it, uh, it should happen. I would love to see more. Donkey Kong Country Returns 3 should be the No Way Home because No Way Home had a lizard man. That's true. It did, amongst others. God, what if they made Donkey Kong Country Returns 3 and brought in a bunch of Spider-Man villains? (laughs) That movie was so good. I also would love the fact of just being able to play as like Donkey Kong Country Returns Donkey Kong, 
Donkey Kong Country, like, pixelated Donkey Kong, fucking, like, arcade Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'd be into it. Dude, oh, Donkey yeah. Kong Country Returns Donkey Kong just punching Willem Dafoe in the face. That's a picture of that scene from Spider-Man No Way Home where fucking Dafoe is getting pounded in the face and his face slowly, like, after a couple of hits, turns to, like, the evil smile. But it's Donkey Kong going, like, <laughs> and it's like, yeah, no, I want oh, that. Oh, man, you, you beat him up by playing on the DK bongos? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> what if they brought back the bongos, guys? <laughs> two words. Donk Ock. Yeah. <laughs> I am fucking here for it. Oh, my God. So yeah, actually, so what were the uh, what was the one was it uh, you know Jungle Beat or whatever where they had those fucking like those you know janky ass villain Kongs like what if yeah, they're like Karate Kong and Spider Man fucking Rogues Gallery you know Green Kong Blim fucking Electro Kong exactly Electric Kong Sand Kong uh, Lizard Kong <laughs> you know Krim Kong. Um, Fuck, I feel like, you know, who am I forgetting from that movie? Who else came back? Vong? Venom Kong? Yeah, oh, God. <laughs> Vong? <laughs> Game five. Michael Keaton Kong? Oh. God. It, you know, they should do it. Yeah, I think, uh, I think everybody's ready. And then, you know, Strange Kong shows up and puts the fucking universe oh, back God. together and makes everybody forget everything. Be, be good, hmm. but uh, yeah, all that is to say, if that you know. Oh my God! Just one more. Most important thing is just more music. Americong Chavez. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it suddenly occurs to me that the Donkey Kong Country series doesn't have a wizard, and I feel like there definitely should be a Wizard Kong at this point. Yeah, way yeah. past time. Game five.
right, guys. So uh, there was at least one fan of the series who complained that uh, one of the original uh, like introductory characters to the series, Lyman, did not make an appearance in this game. Who's feeling? Who's feeling things? I am feeling so many things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> right. So, Jesse says Garfield. Davis says whatever fucking Garfield game you use and do a picture. I think of Lyman, and then uh, John says Garfield No Way Home. These are all correct. This is Garfield caught in the act. <laughs> How is it that your trivia is going to be about Lyman and you don't even recognize a picture of Lyman? Yeah, man, you ain't, <laughs> quite you ain't no John Lyman, Lyman fan. I had a time telling if there's a mustache or not, which is Lyman's main characteristic. That is, oh my god. Let's see it Fucking again. Seriously, John, that is 100% yep. a mustache. Yep, that's a mustache. I see it now. That's Lyman. You got him. R.I.P. Lyman, he has not appeared in a Garfield comic strip since 1983. Except God in it, a Johnny. newspaper in 2013. <laughs> God damn it, man. Uh, um, wow. So I picked this game because I was going through our PUC used games. And um, and I got to letter G. And You picked this yeah. game because fuck us. No, so I was looking through Sonic games and I was like, you know what? I'd like to find like a Sonic compilation. Maybe be tricky about this somehow. Yeah, and then I discovered the Sonic and Garfield compilation for Windows PC, where they put Sonic what? Three, Sonic and Knuckles, and Garfield caught in the act into a bundle. And Why? And the art <laughs> is Sonic and Garfield saying like back to back, like a buddy cop movie. <laughs> That's <laughs> what? great. What? That exists. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said, well. I guess uh, Garfield's part of the Sonic universe now. <laughs> let's let's bring in Garfield. I... What? 
Yeah, I'll look it up and I'll share the art. But there's a there's a thing out there: the Sonic and Garfield pack, and uh, Sonic <laughs> Sonic the Hedgehog and Garfield the Cat together at last on the Man, same box. Finally, yeah. I I love the fact that you discovered a bundle of Sonic the Hedgehog and Garfield, and you decided to bring a Garfield game to bring this up. Right. Yeah. And so, well, then I went, oh, wow. I went back and like looked a little bit more at the um at the game, and the game's actually like it's a pretty good game, guys. It's uh it's got some stuff going on. Yeah, that's yeah. some it's... lasagna, some teddy bears, some fucking hating Mondays. Yeah, so it's like it's interesting. So the plot of the game is that you're Garfield and um you you're watching you get TV. Get caught in the act. <laughs> Wait, who are you again? Uh, you, you play as Garfield. You're watching TV. Odie scares you. You actually break the TV. You try to put the TV back together, and you accidentally create a like TV monster who sucks you into the TV. Um, and now you're going through. It's kind. Of, I, it's some kind of sort of like uh, Garfield's Night Lives. Like you play through level, uh, in, like a Dracula themed level. There's a Casablanca themed level called Casablanca. Um, huh. There's like a caveman theme level, Viking level. And in each level, Garfield adopts the look of that level. Like they have unique art per level. Um, and then on top of that, each level has like a, a power up to that level. Like in uh, in the uh, vampire level, you collect skulls that you can throw at people. In other levels, you collect bombs that you can throw at people. You know, in the Casablanca level, you get a gun that shoots Nazis. <laughs> That sounds great. You make it sound like it sh- fires Nazis out of the gun. Yeah, because hey, you shoot <laughs> Nazis with the gun. Yes. Uh, yes. Yeah, not a, yeah, yeah, Nazi projectile gun. And it's got a weird mix of traditional, you know, hand-drawn art and Donkey Kong Country style, you know, pre-rendered 3D graphics. Like, um, like as you're running out of the levels, uh, Pookie the Bear, you know, acts as a checkpoint and is a uh, you know CGI style thing. And the main boss of the whole game, Glitch, is also in that 3D style. And it, it's actually a cool-looking boss fight. As a boss fight, it does look kind of lame. You just have to, like, dodge his attacks until he hits himself. Like, that's really about it. Uh, he, he shoots projectiles, and you arrange mirrors to make them hit him kind of thing. Like, you're not, you know, but, like, whatever. Uh, but the rest huh. of the game is actually pretty cool-looking. Um, I was impressed by, uh, like, saying the... At the Dracula level, you fall into a crypt and you have to like pull some switches to make a platform come up. And as the platform comes up, I was like, it has some smooth ass animation on this game. Oh my god, like that's a lot of fucking frames they dedicated to this little platform moving. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Like, it's it looks really good. And I can kind of see why Sega was like, yeah, this is a top tier property. Let's put this out with Sonic. Yeah, exactly. Let's you know, really help both, you know, raise all our ships. <laughs> <laughs> Sonic needed that Garfield cred. <laughs> two great, two great tastes. I just love it. Yeah, they put them together, and like, you got Garfield in the Sonic font, standing there next to Sonic. Like, you know, that's that's nineties as hell, baby. There's there's a certain group of people that are fucking you know head over heels for that kind of shit. I Not, believe that certain group of people is John Regan. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Dude, as a kid, I read, like, every single Garfield comic I could get my hands on. Like, I've read a lot of Garfield. Yeah, I, I loved Garfield. A couple of those, like, Fat Cat 3-packs or whatever, where they have just, you know, 
compilations of the newspaper comics. I had some laughs, man. But um, not anymore. Not in about 27 years or so. <laughs> and uh, this game got uh, a, a unique like release where it had the main game come out you know, on cartridge, but then on the Sega channel, they released uh, like Garfield the Lost Levels. Uh, so on the Sega channel, they got exclusive levels that were not in the main game. And only those exclusive levels. Uh, and then the Windows version had some of those levels, like, or, no, had a few of its own levels. Like, everything had exclusive levels, which I found pretty interesting that they took the time to make it a little bit different on everything, you know? I'm sorry, John. Can we go back to... You said that the Sega channel had exclusive levels, but only those exclusive levels, so, like, you couldn't play the main game, only new levels? Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, it's like if you if if you're one of the adopters who has Sega Channel, and you're like I can't wait to play like Garfield Car- caught in the act. You're not gonna play the game that's on Genesis. You're just gonna play bonus content. Yeah, that's what they did. Hmm. That seems dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yep, this is uh, probably why Sega Channel's not around today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no one was asking for it, <laughs> and as such, they got things that no one wanted. Um, man, Johnny, I'm I'm actually impressed, man. This is a better segment than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> thank you, thank you. You're welcome. Yeah, I uh, I actually put a little bit of research into this one. I, I you know, it again, it's actually a pretty good looking game. Like I I was really impressed by. Um, even stupid little things like uh, like in levels you'll fall into a pit and instantly transitions to like a different like whole set of graphics and all that. I was like, oh shit, how do they do that that fast? That's amazing. Like it, there's some cool technical stuff going on. It sucks that they only use it on a Garfield game. I wish they right, used yeah. it. On, like you know, who fucking developed this and what like what was their follow up? I want to know like what else this company did like. Um, it yeah. was developed by Sega. <laughs> oh, Sega. okay. Yeah, that explains. You know. Cool, cool. What else did they do? <laughs> Maybe you've heard of them. Yeah. Mm. I also yeah. like how you keep emphasizing how cool this game looks, but like you don't mention how it actually controls or plays or anything it, like that. It Not plays. Important. It plays <laughs> fine. It does have, like, uh, each boss fight is unique, and they all have, like, a gimmick, um, like, in that vampire theme level, Odie is a vampire, and he'll fly into a coffin, and you have to jump and, like, lift up the, um, shades on a window to let in sunlight and hit him with it kind of thing, you know, like, each boss has something like that, which is pretty, pretty creative, pretty fun. Is um, there also a, ne- a level where Odie turns into a dinosaur? Yes. Yeah, that's wow. in the cave cat level. Yes. It's hideous. Sorry, I pulled up the uh, Spriter's resource and I'm just looking at all the sprites. <laughs> Can you push him off a table? I don't think at any point you get to push Odie off a table. It's just... Can, can you mail a gray cat to Abu Dhabi? Oh, man. That has to be able to be done, right? There, like, there has to be like destructible normals throughout the game, right? There is a bonus whack-a-mole game where you get to whack normal. Uh, oh. Along with other characters, it's so and that like I, you know a guy or something. At any point in the game, do you have to fight Binky the Clown? Oh, oh I that sounds terrifying. I, I think the clown. I think Binky does appear in the Whack-a-Mole game as well. 
Um, the whack-a-mole game I found very confusing because it immediately shows a bunch of Garfields popping up and it says, don't hit me. And I guess it means don't hit Garfield, but it doesn't necessarily mean hit everybody else, right? Like, <laughs> don't hit me. <laughs> like, all right, I don't hit Garfield, but what am I supposed to do if John pops up? I kind of like it. Like, you know, it's just Garfield half instructing you how to play the game. <laughs> I don't that's, care if you succeed, just don't hit me. That's so lazy. <laughs> yeah, perfect. <laughs> uh, man, they really did their work on this. You know, lazy instructions. Yeah. Oh, man. Good times, Johnny. Yeah. Uh, what a... What a game. What a, what a what a fucking game this is. So, where do we all stand on being fans of Garfield as a, you know, like a whole thing? Like, are we all carried by nostalgia? Has anybody read a new Garfield comic in, like, 20 years? Any of us? When I, if, if I'm somewhere that has the funnies, I'll look, them, look at it. Because, mm-hmm. like, or if someone, like, if I go to, like, my grandparents' house, because... He's he still reads the fucking newspaper because he's old as shit. So it's like, um, I'll pick up the the, the funnies and immediately I read Garfield, and then often yeah, yeah. I'll at funnies least concluded. Um, then I'll go to like uh, Pearls Before Swine. That's a good one. Oh word. Um, yeah, Jesse, give, think of give me your current funnies power rankings. Yeah, this is so. Uh, Garfield number one still. I think it's still really solid because it's, you know, cat and dude who has cat. And it's like, what else do you want? Make a, uh, make a little relatable. tier. Relatable. I'm going to throw out some names. Okay. Uh, Kathy. <sighs> oh, what is it? Um, she's yeah. she's act it? tier. Act. <laughs> act tier. Um, chocolate, fucking chocolate. Act. Yeah. Uh, family circus. Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's like, are you trying to teach me something? I don't like this. Hagar the horrible. I I would put, is it just Jesse or can anybody jump in? I I, I mean, I was posing it to Jesse, but yeah, fucking, you know, put him on on a tier. (laughs) I like the idea of Hagar, but the actual comic is usually not as great. I I would put Family Circus at C tier and I'd put Hagar at B. Okay. I think Hagar's all right. C tier um, for Family Circus. Oh my god. Well, because like that's where I, like for me C tier is like average, and like yeah, Family Circus I'm... sometimes it can be okay and sometimes no. it can be preachy. So. No, Family Circus is pure trash, man. That is absolute trash tier comic. Right. It's very bad. It's one panel and it always sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The far side did so much more with oh, one. Oh man, up. far oh. side is S tier. I was to say yeah. far side is an S tier. Easy. Fuck. God. Um, and then yeah, I'm trying to think of other like classic S tier comics. It's it's like Calvin and Hobbes. Calvin and Hobbes and Far Side are S tier. Yeah. Garfield, A to B tier. Garfield oh. minus Garfield is S tier. Yeah. Right. Is Sherman's Lagoon still running? I remember that comic being pretty good. I've never heard of that. It's about sharks. Boondocks. Really? You never heard of that, Jesse? Like, I'm pretty sure it was in the Times Union. Really? It was definitely in the record. Yeah. Jeez, Jesse. Thought you were the funnies guy. I mean, I just, I feel like anything that's in the Times Union is in the record, because the record is the poor man's Times Union. (laughs) Yeah. This is David's... uh, Thank you. Thank you to all of our fans for tuning in for our 
Northeast Florida newspaper. Right, new segment. New segment. David, we're ranking newspapers. All right. Florida yeah. Times Union. What, David? Power rank. <laughs> I'm no. I'm not playing this game. Uh, so yeah, Garfield Count in the Act. It's a good-looking game. Uh, I was very perplexed by the whole pairing up Sonic thing and releasing them together, but it kind of makes sense. It's a, uh, I feel like a, a technical, technically good game. You know, like it's a game where they got some technical prowess and got to show that off. You know, um, kind of like Sonic, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, and the kids, the kids love cats. They love hedgehogs. They love cats. Put them together, you got you got a solid solid sale there. Now, should they have literally put them together? Should they have combined the two characters into one uh, like chimeric uh, being of uh, like '90s uh, sass mouth and uh, video game? Right, mean, like Persona Five style, like you put them both in guillotines and yeah. chop the heads off, it comes something new. Then you get Heathcliff. Yep. Oh, hey. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Oh. Man, Heathcliff is totally my persona. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I fucking oh, blow my brains I... out so I can suck all the fucking meat off a fish and just pull the bones out of my mouth. It's awesome. <laughs> oh man. Johnny, send it to the calculator <laughs> Calculating computer activated. Computers. Beeps. Boops. Damn it, John. Scoring complete. This game's winner is... David Fleming. Yep, it sure is, man. We, uh... We're back, and the king is back on top immediately. It's David's world, and we're just living in it, baby. So, David, congratulations. Great show, man. Thank you. Yeah. So, here's the problem, David. Now you got to think of a theme for the next episode. So, um, I, for this episode, chose Kirby and the Forgotten Land, where you fight against the, a group of ravenous beast creatures. Um, and, you know, in the past, we've done games with dogs we've done games with cats we've done games with monkeys i'm i'm kind of feeling like let's just open it up um games with like playable animals i don't want to restrict it but let's have some animal games in here playable like, animals, like pokemon playable animals pokemon would count um oh. and <laughs> Even even though humans are technically animals, humans would not count. You know, beast games. Does Heath does Heathcliff count as a beast? Are you saying in Pokemon that you furry games? Say as the Pokemon you play as the trainer and you command the Pokemon. Pokemon doesn't count. I mean, if you're talking about like Pokemon Mystery Dungeon, it I'm not. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that was why. What you think I was talking about that? <laughs> Um, but yeah, I'm I'm gonna like give the loose category of beast games, but yeah, like playable animals in games. Awesome. It's a great pick, man. Great great theme. Plenty of fantastic games await us on the next episode. So uh man oh man. Guys, 
What a show it's been. Thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for everybody watching live with us. It's so good to be back. Uh, check us out live. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. Uh, search for Game That Tune. Come join in the fun live every Wednesday night. Uh, thank you to everybody listening in podcast form. Our podcasts come out on Tuesday mornings. GameThatTune.com or anywhere that you get podcasts. Go there and get Game That Tune. Listen to it. Love it. Enjoy it. Thank you to everyone checking out Patreon. Patreon.com slash GameThatTune. It's the home for a lot of awesome stuff. We've got Game That Tune gems. We've got mixtapes. We've got movie commentaries. We've got all kinds of fun things for you at patreon.com slash game that tune you help us keep the lights on at the 24 7 video game music live stream radio.gamethattune.com gtt.rocks is the home for video game music on the internet and we love everybody supporting us over there on patreon of course we've got to give an extra special shout out to our patreon absurd fans i'm talking about Where's my fucking list of absurd fans? I should know these by heart. Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Daniel Perky, Taylor Y, Sam L, Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, Akadar, and The Kerrigan, a fantastic group of patrons at patreon.com slash game that tune. Want to give a shout out again to Kerrigan, Patreon absurd fan Kerrigan, for a fantastic request this week. They made their request via Discord. That's a great place to do it. You can do it at GameThatTune.club, our secret social media server thing that we definitely still use and receive requests at. Uh, or you can hit us up with an email, GameThatTune at gmail.com. Uh, and we always love you guys making requests. And, uh, you know, love uh, love hearing from you. Join the Discord. Join the club. Uh, you know, don't, don't send me an email. But, uh, you know, do all those other things. We love to love to have you guys in our great little community, um, and that's gonna do it, guys. So David has the bonus tunes, and we've already heard them on the live broadcast. We're editing that out of the podcast, but uh, you know the people that have been watching all night they know what we've got coming. So David, tell us what that was. Uh, are we keeping this portion in? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so it is um, versus Dangerous Beast, which is the boss music. From Kirby in the Forgotten Land. Hell yeah, da- David. You know you. If there's two words that describe David Fleming, it's dangerous beast and fantastic tunes. We love you guys, and we'll see you next week. Peace out, everybody. <laughs>
Persona 5 is copyright 2017, Atlas Company Limited. Kirby and the Forgotten Land is copyright 2022, Nintendo of America Incorporated, and HAL Laboratory Incorporated. Bayonetta 2 is copyright 2014, Platinum Games Incorporated. Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze is copyright 2014, Nintendo of America Incorporated. Garfield Caught in the Act is copyright 1995, Sega Games Company Limited. Are you playing David's bonus tune? Oh my god, I am, son of a bitch. Alright, my bad. Here we go. Whoa, that was... Here we go. Oh, maybe not. Here we go. Here I we was go. about to say, I was like, did you just play my bonus song? Yeah, nope. I did not get those in order uh, correctly. Spoiler Here alert, we go. David's winning tonight. <laughs> Man, I chose the wrong time to start chewing a piece of Laffy Taffy. Um, <laughs> mm, Halloween candy's great, y'all. You know, um, I, I feel like I need a few seconds to think of a theme. Um, Johnny, did we get any voicemails that we could listen to in the meantime? Oh, sure, yeah, here we go. No one to talk to a lady. No wonder your guardian angel trying to give you a I don't know what that was. <laughs> it sounded like Bayonetta saying... Something about a guardian angel, no wonder that it's time for a spanking. And we also got oh, okay. another, this one's only four seconds. Let's see what happens here. Nope, they said nothing. <laughs> All right. Hey, fuck you. <laughs> I didn't get any of that. Jeez. 